Good morning, TR90, Body Burn 30, Weight Management. Call listeners, you are so welcome to be here. It is Monday morning. I am covering for Nikki for the next couple of months, or the next couple of weeks anyway, on face, on, on Mondays because she has a CanFit Pro meeting at 9.30 in the morning, and that doesn't work for our phone call because it's 9.40. In on the East Coast, it's 6.40 on the West Coast. So that for those of you who are here from the West Coast, kujos, I am impressed. I'm not sure if I'd be up at 6.30 to listen to this call if I was you guys. I am, now that I've retired and I've got, as, as Frank puts it, my carpet commute, I don't know if I'd want to get up at 6.30 in the morning. Of course, if I did, I'd probably get up, listen to the call, and go back to bed again. <laughs> anyway, this is Granny D, Dorcas Smith, out of Plymouth, Michigan, and I am a retired teacher, got cancer, got really sick, got fat. Well, actually, I got fat, got cancer, got really sick, and after recovering and going to the traditional um, healing methods, about seven years after I had recovered from cancer, I discovered New Skin. And I'm going to tell you, I think that New Skin's products are helping me to be well. Um, Nanopack uh, is amazing. Use is amazing. I still have some AIE 10 Ultra Left. I'm taking that. I still take AIE 10. Because I fell and I hurt myself uh, bone-wise and my doctor is concerned about possible thinning of my bones, I take bone formula, um, vein formula. I mean, I take a lot of stuff. But the most important thing is that I'm healthy, well, just had a colonoscopy. Everything was clear. I'm just delighted with where I am nine years after discovering New Skin. And next year, next summer, will be my 10-year anniversary. Holy cow. But our supplements and our skin care definitely have kept me healthier, younger looking, and feeling pretty amazing. And despite all our struggles in America right now, I'm doing great. So let me go on. I am, you know, fascinated with the cognition because 20% of our blood flow goes to our brain, but our brain only takes up 2% of our body, which is phenomenal, yet it requires 20% of our blood flow and our energy. So just know that your brain is absolutely the powerhouse that makes, it's the computer that makes your body go. Keep your brain healthy. Remember, we have this wonderful toothpaste. Brush your teeth every day. Keep your teeth clean. Keep your teeth well because how, what part of your body are your teeth next to? If you get an infection, your brain, it can go into your brain so fast. So, and I want you to know that since I've been using the um, toothpaste 
My cleanings are shorter. I have almost no plaque on my teeth, and they are as bright and shiny as they've ever been. So just keep that idea in, in mind. Your brain is the powerhouse of your body. And what am I reading from? Brain Rules by John Medina. So I have to read fast because I've talked too much. <laughs> Red Alert. This, this story is pretty intense. If you remember, uh, when I began this chapter, he was talking about the fact that he woke up to a thief in his house and the emotional reaction that he had to that infringement on his life. Red alert. 30 years ago, a, science by, a scientist by the name of Michael Posner derived a theory about attention that remains still popular today. Posner started his research career in physics, joining the Boeing Aircraft Company, company soon out of college. His first major Research contribution was to figure out how to make jet engine noise less annoying to passengers riding in commercial airplanes. You can thank your relatively quiet airborne ride, even if the screaming turbine is only a few feet from your eardrums, in part on Posner's first research efforts. His work on planes eventually led him to wonder how the brain processes information of any kind, and this led him to a doctorate in research and a powerful and to a powerful idea, sometimes jokingly referred to as the Trinity model. Pause, sorry, sometimes jokingly referred to as the Trinity model. Posner hypothesized that we pay attention to things because of the existence of three separate, separable, but fully integrated systems of the brain. Here's a story. This is pretty intense. One pleasant Saturday morning, my wife and I were sitting on our outdoor deck, watching a robin drink from our birdbath, when all of a sudden we heard a giant swoosh above our heads. Looking up, all we caught was the shadow of a red-tailed hawk dropping like a thunderbolt from its perch in a tree nearby. It grabbed the helpless robin by the throat. As the raptor swooped by us not three feet away, blood from the robin splattered on our table. And what started as a beautiful, leisurely repast ended in a violent reminder of the savagery of our real world. We were stunned into silence. In Posner's model, the brain first the brain's first systems First system functions much like the two-part job of a museum security officer, surveillance and alert. He called it the alerting or arousal network. It monitors the sensory environment for any unusual activities. This is the general level of attention our brains are paying to our world, a condition as we sit, sorry, a condition termed intrinsic alertness. So the first one is intrinsic alertness. My wife and I were using this network as we sipped our coffee quietly watching the robin. If the system detects something unusual, such as the hawk swoosh, it can sound an alarm heard brain-wide. That's when intrinsic alertness transforms into specific attention called phasic alertness. After the alarm, we orient ourselves to the attending stimulus, activating the second network, 
We may turn our heads towards the stimulus, perk up our ears, perhaps move toward or away from something. It's why both my wife and I immediately lifted our heads away from the robins, attending to the growing shadow of the hawk. The purpose is to gain more information about the stimulus, allowing the brain to decide what to do. Posner termed this the orienting network. The third system, the executive network, controls the, oh my gosh, what should I do now, behaviors. These may include setting priorities, planning on the fly, controlling impulses, weighing the consequences of our actions, or shifting attention. For my wife and I, it was stunned silence. So we have the ability to detect a new stimulus, the ability to turn toward it, and the ability to decide what to do based on its nature. Posner's model offered testable predictions about brain function and attention, leading to neurological discoveries that would fill volumes. Hundreds of behavioral cast characteristics have been discovered as well. Four have considerable practical potential. Emotions, meaning, multitasking, and timing. So I want you to remember there is intrinsic alertness, basic alertness, the orienting network, and the executive network. And the alerting or arousal network is intrinsic alertness, which transforms to phasic alertness. So that's one system. The second one is the orienting network, and the third one is the executive network. All right, number one, emotions get our attention. That's for sure. Emotionally aroused events arousing events tend to be better remembered than neutral events. While the idea may seem intuitively obvious, it is frustrating to demonstrate specifically because the research community is still debating exactly what emotion is. The research community is still has not got it figured out. One important area of research is the effect of emotion on learning. An emotionally charged event usually called an ECS, short for Emotionally Competent Stimulus, is the best process kind of external stimulus ever measured. Emotionally charged events persist much longer in our memories and are recalled with, great ac- with a greater accuracy than neutral memories. Isn't that interesting? I'm not surprised. This characteristic has been used to great effect and sometimes with great controversy. In television advertising, consider a television advertisement for a Volkswagen Passat. The commercial opens with two men talking in a car. They are having a mildly heated discussion about one of them over using the word like in a conversation. As the argument continues, the viewer notices out of the passenger window another car barreling towards their car and the men inside. It smashes into them. There are screams, sounds of shattering glass, quick-cut shots showing the men bouncing in the car, twisted metal. The exit shot 
shows the men standing in, in disbelief outside their wrecked Volkswagen. And then, in a very clever twist on the well-known expletive, these words flash on the scene. Safe happens. <laughs> Isn't that fabulous? Safe happens. The spot ends with a picture of another Passat, this one intact and complete with its five-star side crash safety rating. It is a memorable, even disturbing, 30-second spot. Very emotional. And it has these characteristics because its centerpiece is ECS, Emotionally Competent Stimulus. Makes you pay attention. How does this work on our brains? It involves the prefrontal cortex, that, un that uniquely human part of the brain that governs executive functions, such as problem solving, maintaining attention, and in in inhibiting emotional impulses. If the prefrontal, prefrontal cortex is, uh, is the board chairman, the cingulate gyrus, C-I-N-G-U-L-A-T, gyrus, G-Y-R-U-S, is its personal assistant. The assistant provides the, chair, the chairman with certain filtering functions and assists in teleconferencing with other parts of the brain, especially the amygdala, which helps create and maintain emotions. The amygdala is chock full of the neurotransmitter dopamine. And it uses dopamine the way an office assistant uses post-it notes. When the brain detects an emotionally charged event, the amygdala releases dopamine into the system. And because dopamine greatly aids memory and, and information processing, we could say that it po the post-it note reads, remember this, remember this. Getting the brain to put a chemical post-it note on a given piece of information means that information is going to be more, bus ro more robustly processed. And is that what every teacher, parent, and ad exec is that not what every teacher, parent, and ad executive wants? Emotionally charged events can be divided into two categories. And we're going to look at those in a moment next week. So thank you very much for listening. Today we just started with emotion. We have meaning to come yet. We have the multitasking issue after that. So there, and there's one more after that. The brain needs a break. The brain needs a rest. Is that it? Yes, timing. Timing, timing, timing. So we've just started with emotions. We've got meaning, multitasking, and timing to follow. All righty, everybody. Thank you for listening to my call this morning. Thank you, Brian and Frank, for all the work you do. And the um, One Team Global event at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live will be on in four minutes. So let me shut down this call and they can take over if that's what you want to do. If you want to build a business, One Team Pro Global is the place to be.
Thank you, thank you, there thank you. you. Yeah, that one with the with the hawk was a bit intense, but I'll tell you, if you can add emotion to your to your teaching, your kids will remember it way better. I don't think I'd want a hawk story to help them remember, but anything that adds emotion to their event will improve their memory of what you want them to learn. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, everybody, it is almost time to go over to One Team Global face, Facebook Live. Thank you for listening this morning. I hope you found this interesting. It's all about the brain. And, oh, by the way, just as a smiley thing, I have been doing a Nikki's five exercises, squats, lunges, the split lift, deadlift, push-ups, and the back stretch. And, oh, my, I have some muscles that I am waking up, and I haven't even started with weights yet. Holy cow. So I want to thank her for that. That little instruction last week was quite impressive, and it only takes five minutes three times a day, and now I have it on my um, reminder list. So three times a day I get reminded to do these little exercises, and I'm feeling really good about them. I can do ten of each three times a day. It's great. So thank you, everybody. Have a great day. And tomorrow we'll be on, we'll be on, um, well, Nikki will be on Facebook Live and we'll also be doing Zoom. So, and the, and the call. So we have three places for you to ca- connect with this call tomorrow. Facebook Live, um, Zoom, and this call as usual. So have a great day. God bless. Love you all. And see you or hear you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Susan. (laughs) Hugs, hugs, hugs.